What's going on, everybody? And welcome back to the A Show with the Kings of Pro Wrestling Podcasts. I am Justin here with Meals. We've got a busy week, sir. We got a lot to talk about this week. There's a lot going on, man. There's a lot going on. So I'm very, you know, damn, there was a lot that went on. There was, I can't even, there was a lot that went on this week. I'm not going to hold you guys. We had, like, well, this has been a crazy, 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 crazy month just in general uh-huh. from from may all the way up to now and it has been a crazy seven days in pro wrestling which was almost as crazy as the previous seven days in pro wrestling but um both companies both major companies rather having to make a lot of adjustments and stuff so like we're going to talk about a lot of that stuff uh, i mean last week was a super heavy aew show it almost kind of felt surreal but <laughs> we're back with mostly WWE stuff. But I was like, damn, we talked a lot about AEW last week. I don't think I've ever talked about them niggas in my life as much as I talked about them. And um, it's, still, it's still a heavy, heavy, heavy H, uh, AEW show this week, especially on Patreon. Uh, and, and yeah, a lot, a lot of stuff's going, going down. Going down. Going down, bro. You know what? You know what I want to say before we move on with anything? Yep. I would just like to say... I fully appreciate doing this show every week. And as much as sometimes the other stuff in life can be very, very tough and very, very straining on my mental health, on everybody's mental health, uh, I really enjoy and appreciate doing this show. And I say that because... You know, I felt like a lot of, like, dark things have been happening lately, you know? Yeah. People dying, um, you know, a lot of, you know, just kind of the world that's in its place now. And I felt like, I know we've done this for maybe, like, 242 episodes. Three. But 43. I feel, 43. Oh, shit. Um, but I feel like I need to say that again, that I very much so appreciate doing the show. I appreciate doing it with you. Because we talk on a weekly basis about this thing and we get to laugh about it. So I appreciate doing with you. And I also appreciate everybody who listens and supports us in various ways. Because this summer we're going to do a lot of, hopefully we do a lot of cool stuff um, that you guys will be able to be a part of or experience as well. And that all comes from 243 weeks of you guys listening, stuff like that. So I very much so I don't know why I'm saying very much so, but I do say that. Um, I appreciate the show. Yeah, but and I'm glad you got that out of the way because our our summer theme, it ain't nice. It ain't nice at all, bro. No, our no. we got we got a theme for this summer, and it's such a great segue into that with with meals being so gracious and um, appreciative, and and that was for y'all, but for everybody else, we'll see you in a couple weeks. Mm. <laughs> Listen, we'll see in a couple of weeks man. and and you know it, it's 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 cool that um you know we 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 kind of are able to uh take account of account of what's going on here because like there's so many like there, there's still people that try and drag you out of that zone literally yesterday i'm chilling right <laughs> chilling <laughs> i'm chilling like relaxing right yeah and i go on the discord and someone sends 
out like a screenshot of a tweet from somebody who is I don't know who he is. They whatever who this person is. And there is this mountains and mountains of tweets with my government name talking about stuff that I have no clue about strange stuff. I I don't understand it. That, that is, <laughs> I will never, ever, ever understand that type of dedication to someone who tweets things that you might not like. Uh, I, I don't understand it at all. Like, I, I know that there's a lot of weirdness on in this community. There's a lot of craziness in this community. What I won't ever understand is how someone could be so upset at someone for like absolutely like nothing. For, mm-hmm. and I find that a lot in in this community is is like a um kind of like a a a a popular thing to do and it, and it, to me it's not bullying like you could never bully me but at the end of the day like please please guys just just leave just just leave it be leave me alone <laughs> like leave me alone bro like I don't do nothing to nobody man I talk I... to my no, I was gonna say I was on I was on the Wiretap podcast with Ethan uh, Banks. They do it on the Patreon for Black and Unstable. Shout out to their Patreon. So I was on it over the past weekend. I think that your opinions make people uncomfortable, and I had to explain it. Not well, not necessarily explain it like I'm trying to explain you or something, but I ne- I just kind of had to say like because that's the only reason why I feel like people get at you. And but my thing is like you could just ignore, like the fact that you're in people's brain in that function. I haven't had a complete thought, but the fact that you're in people's brain in this way to me is nutso. Like it's scary, bonkers. It's, it's scary because like the the crazy part is is that like I don't even like I when I got it I would have never known that this was happening and this had been happening for years. When you go through his tweets, it's been going on for years. I didn't even know. That's true. Like, that type I of shit could actually be scary because I've seen people online who like, I mean, you've seen tweets like that and then you find out that people would try to like kill people and stuff like that. So, yeah. Yeah, I, that shit is actually scary. Yeah, I don't blame you. It's it's weird, weird. and it's also uh, very concerning. Yeah, man. And and just, uh, and I mean, I mean, it's a white dude, bro. You know what I'm saying? I, I Or a white person. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't know what, what he going, you know, this person going through in their life. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't know, but Hey, I'm not your enemy, brother. Like, I don't, I don't know what you're getting, getting off of that, but yeah, it's just, it's just weird. It's just weird. Um, let, let's go ahead and go to Patreon. We got a lot of shit to talk about. All right. No holds barred. I guess we got to start from the top, uh, with Cody Rhodes. We're going to talk about the, the, the hell in a cell match in, in a few Biggest weeks. news in wrestling. It kind of it it kind of took over it kind of took over the 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 MJF stuff in a lot of ways. Listen, man, Cody is a very dramatic ass person. Yeah. Um, the Cody Rhodes news. I'll be honest with you. I was out. When did it drop? Saturday or Sunday? Um, drop Sunday. I I was out. And I came back and I logged on Twitter and I was like, whoa, he's injured. Damn. Like, we're going to have to, like, rethink everything. 
we gonna or is he still gonna have the match like what is the direction of the shows and stuff like that but the way wwe moving it's like what injury that was not the money you know what i'm saying so uh the way they actually told several different stories on sunday of what happened and i think it was because they were still trying to come up with the cap uh and, I, <laughs> and i'll talk about well at first they said he tore it work working out on the article yeah. Then on the show they said, "Well, it started off as a a a, a partial tear after the pull apart brawl on Raw last week. Then it became a full tear when he uh, and off the bone. They love saying off the bone, off the bone, off the bone. I was like, damn, you're like I'm thinking of chicken and shit. Mm, <laughs> all right off, you know what I'm saying? So they they say all of this and um." You know, and I think they did that to kind of cover themselves for for whatever and to make it make it more heroic and, and to you know as we'll talk about it, it absolutely did work. But um, he's supposed to get surgery on Wednesday. Uh, he's said to be out five to six months, which is is a blessing. A lot of people said nine, which would have taken him all the way to Mania, and he probably wouldn't have been able to be there. So it, it, I'm gutted for him, but I was sad, and then I was like, nah, this he's gonna be fine. He'll he'll be back soon. You know what I'm saying? Like I I was really sad, and then the match happened. And I was like, all right, he's 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 gonna be good. Yeah, yeah. We we talk about more on the thing, but it's interested in the the plans that may or may not happen. But we'll talk about it more when we talk about Hell in a Cell and Raw. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, major blow like for this to happen at this moment is kind of like, damn, because they got everything behind this man, and it's showing, and the popularity is not waning at all. The moment has not waned at all. We really, this is really Cody fucking. <laughs> I can't, I can't even say it. we're really living in the Cody verse, nigga. <laughs> bro, it, it bro, I, I am, I, I'm, I'm shook of what, what I'm shook of what just, just a, let's just wait. <laughs> like, I'm was, shook at me, nigga. I'm shook at me. I'm, I'm shook like, that I love this nigga so damn much. <laughs> yeah, bro. I'm like, damn, I never would have thought that the, the Stardust would have been lit like this. Not even uh, Stardust, like the nigga who just, uh, yo, sometimes listen. This is a good situation. Not everybody can be Jordan, you know. Not yeah. everybody can be Jordan. You can't be the exec and also be the player and be the star and stuff like that. And I feel like in AEW, he even tried to like pull himself back so it wouldn't be so much of attention. But I guess it just grabbed him. He, he's a wrestler now. He's living his life. He's living his best life, and you know he's at the top of the world right now. 2022 belongs to Cody thus far, man. Yeah. Um, more injury news. Mm. And I and I kind of want to talk about, and I don't know if we should talk about it now or during the match, but it's like the, the difference between the way that this was uh that this was 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 uh presented on both shows, right? So we got more injury news. CM right. Punk, who had just who had just become AEW world champion, uh hurt his foot, or they they didn't really actually say what happened. Right, no. So the way, and this is just shows the two different types of of ways that they presented this because WWE was absolutely transparent in the way they did it. They had to be. This was their main event with their biggest star, which again, CM Punk is AEW's biggest star. So you would think they would be transparent about that as well, right? So a you know WWE announces it. They say, okay, he's still going to go forward with the match. CM Punk hurts himself. And I feel as though, let's be clear, I think both injuries are serious, but I think Punk's injury might be more serious than what they're letting on. And that's why they didn't say anything about it. 
or and he didn't clearly say something anything about the foot. It could have been anything, right? So, but I also, but I also think they don't really have a their their plan of kind of like we're gonna go, you just go out and say anything that you want to say to me distracts from maybe the points that you're trying to make or the bullet points that you want to hit mm-hmm. because not only in his promo did you not get an understanding of what the hell was going on but clearly the announced team didn't know either because chris jericho is screaming he's relinquished the title <laughs> and i was like word um and then they were like no he hasn't he hasn't at all and then they literally pop it up on the screen i'm assuming they're in excalibur's ear right at that moment because yeah. they pop it up on the screen and he has to go like, oh, this will be a championship match and blah, 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 John Moxley, blah, 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 you know, the shit that Excalibur does. And I was just like, y'all ain't have, y'all knew this man was injured since Wednesday. It's Friday. It's Sunday. Actually, no, you're right. Since Wednesday. Since Wednesday. Yeah. We, but, go ahead. I mean, the way it happened was just silly. <laughs> the fact that he tried, he tried, he finished the match without being able to literally walk is is hilarious. Uh, it, I think it's the way it's presented, right? It's it's like we don't clearly fully know the extent of the Cody thing, mm-hmm. and I say that because there's a lot of concern. Actually, let's just get it out of the way now, so we can talk about the match with, the, with unburdened by this conversation, right? Sure. There's a lot of concern trolling and and uh, virtue signaling about who goes out to wrestle, who doesn't. Now with Punk. The way the reason I feel like it was way worse than than what it was than what they were saying is because he 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 couldn't. That's his leg, you know. So he cannot walk. No, he can't. Nah, he can't. You can't do a lot of shit if you got a bum leg. You can maneuver around with a torn pectoral and something with your arm, but your legs are your base. Um, everything, your the way you move, the way you hold people, the, if you carry people, able to support people, like you, mm-hmm. you can't do that if you ain't got no legs under you. I still, I completely understand why he doesn't, why he ain't work. Like he ain't gonna pull no fucking Cody. You crazy? And but the idea here was that well, should we be applauding wrestlers for for performing hurt? Um, let, let me tell you right now, almost every wrestler you see out there on a weekly basis is hurt in some way, shape, or form. Just like every single NBA player that you see out there, or literally in the finals right now, multiple people in the Celtics are hurt. Marcus Smart ankle is Swiss cheese right now and he is st- he is still playing right now. This this might be a bad example but Triple H his long title reign 2002-2003 where he had that injured groin and rhythm sad ass pants the entire time. He wrestled monthly, I don't know, weekly, but he certainly was active with a torn groin. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like they wrestle. Yeah. If they want to wrestle. Yeah, and, and I'm not saying my regular ass. Hell no, I'm not wrestling if I don't got to. Hell no. But this is, this is this is possible. But again, it goes in a deep... Again, another layer of this is that, oh, he had a torn pectoral. He should have never, ever been out there. This company will not let... Don't let Cody fool you with his, his end of the show promo where he said, I chose to go out here on my own. Stop it. That's cap. <laughs> they don't let... I believe he had a part of it, though. I believe he he's very much so in tune with the story and what this actually means for a legacy and what a what what a yes. moment like this can be. Yes, but if they did not clear him, he's not going out there. Absolutely. Regardless of what he says, they don't even let you walk out there if your head hurt after a, after you get hit in the head. They will, they'll keep you on ice for 2 weeks on concussion protocols. Some he had to be somewhat cleared by someone. Literally that day, I'm not going. I'm I, hey, I'm not going to question the medical, <laughs> the 
<laughs> behind the scenes there because if it's worse than what it was, that's really on them for 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 clearing him at that point. But he definitely was clear, right? So like at the end of the day, there's a little bit of 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 lie, a little bit of, of kayfabe, and a little bit of truth, and 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 that's somewhere in the middle of, of what really happened with the Cody thing. Now the Punk thing, the way that that was given and, and announced, it really confuses everyone because. You didn't know what was going on. You don't know what the injury is. He he's coming out and saying that a whole bunch of bullshit. This like it was like a ten minute promo. It was just like just yeah, say, yeah, nigga, come on, like you don't even gotta cry, bro. Like it just it it just came off as like it, it it's two sides. It's so interesting, right? Because a lot of the rumor is that you know Cody was kind of like I want to be paid like Punk. You know what I'm saying? And and, and that was kind of the the diverging point for those two those two companies or those two people, right? And it's so interesting this happened to both of them at the same time. And how one company handled it <clears throat> and how the other company handled it. And it's like, now we have this really convoluted tournament, which I'm going to try and explain right now, right? So, they moved John Moxley up from the number four spot <laughs> to the number <laughs> four contender slot on the AEW okay, rankings. Tony Khan goes online and says, well, the, the quality of John Moxley's wins <laughs> were better. Nigga. <laughs> So what all this dark shit and elevation dark shit that's gonna I didn't see Jay Lethal in years, but apparently his nigga that nigga's in the top five. You know what I'm saying? And they do that to explain uh to explain this somehow. I don't I don't know how they that that even makes sense. Just get rid of the rankings. Like, bro, you wouldn't have to explain shit. <laughs> exactly. So Moxley is the de facto number one contender. There will be a match, which kind of mind you. There, there's going to be a battle royale on Wednesday on Dynamite. To open, I don't know if it's going to open the show, but that's going to determine who's going to face Moxley at the end of the show, which is stupid to me, right? Because mm-hmm. why would they have to wrestle twice? They should re- to get more out of this. The the pay per views in what four weeks, three weeks to get more out of this. Why wouldn't they just win the battle royal and then do the next week? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what is why? Why are they in a rush? Why? Why is it? Why is it a rush to get this out? You could build. Well, the when well when you get to the rest of the stipulations for this, you can realize why it's not really that much of a rush to be honest. Uh, so, Dominion, New Japan Dominion's happening the next week. Terrible looking car, by the way. Tanahashi, who has already been announced as the number one contender, <laughs> and was going to face Punk anyway, now has to have a match against Hideki Goto, the, the biggest loser in the world. <laughs> no one thinks there is any danger of Tanahashi losing to this dork. He's a loser. So he has to face a loser who's probably lost his last three matches. I don't know. But hasn't beaten Tanahashi, I know, in years. Has to face this guy in order to actually re-qualify to be in this AEW title match at Forbidden Door. So after they have that match, the winner of Moxley versus whoever... We'll have well, that. Not match. even Moxley. Not Moxley versus. Well, yeah, Moxley versus whoever will face whoever <laughs> there at Forbidden Door. But why the why would the AEW person even? What what made Goto the number three ranked guy <laughs> <laughs> or number two ranked guy to face? Tanahash. Like, Listen, I'm like, sure if you I'm sure if you bring this up on Twitter, Tony Khan will answer. <laughs> And well, so, actually, you got to point out that New Japan is the best fucking guy. And so the winner of that will be the interim champion until Punk gets back, 
whenever he gets back, and then they got to face each other. <sighs> Chile. Chile. Listen, I brought up a good question on Saturday morning. I said, what if the interim champion gets injured too? <laughs> <laughs> well, and, that, and that's one thing that's interesting because there's a lot of, like, Brian Danielson is injured right now as well. Yeah. And it, it, granted, he's not expected to be out that long. I think it actually is not good timing, but it's perfect timing for this because Mox doesn't have to be in that group right now as he recovers and they can they can still have him doing stuff with whoever is going to be in that that Battle Royal match. But AW, I feel like a lot of the the way that they work is starting to catch up with them with a lot of the a lot of their people being out. They have a lot of people on that roster that are out with injury right now. <sighs> Yeah. Listen. 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 <laughs> good luck. You go catch up. Good. Good. good I'm, I'm. I'm. If I had to make a prediction, I'm pretty sure we're gonna see Adam Cole versus John Moxley. <laughs> He's injured too. He's injured too. Oh really? Yeah. Shoulder. Yeah. Yikes. He's expected to be back at the end of the month, but he definitely won't be in the Battle Royal this week. Damn. Then who? Jericho. Ooh. I think it's going to be Jericho. I think it's going to be Jericho. I think the best thing you could do is to run back Jericho Tanahashi at Forbidden Door. They, they've, Jericho they've... wrestling twice in one night? <laughs> he don't got to wrestle a lot in the um, Battle Royal. Oh, yeah. Nah, his Battle Royal Steez is very much so hang on the rope. <laughs> Keep yeah. hanging there. <laughs> Lay down. I, I, I think that the best way you could do it is to is to is to bring that storyline to the forefront, the 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 Blackpool fight man guys and uh the, the Jericho jerk offs and um have them face each other for that the interim title. Oh I'm gonna pray for y'all niggas at the war report. I'm praying for y'all. <sighs> God bless. God bless. I'm sure Quan will love it. But uh <laughs> I love Quan. Please don't hurt me. Let's get into um, some, some business business news. <clears throat> Stephanie McMahon. This is a weird year for McMahon. <laughs> Good lord! You know why? I this this is funny to me because every time I think of this, I think of Shane McMahon ruining the Royal Rumble and, and them being excommunicated immediately that hours after for nothing. <clears throat> for nothing. He was supposed to. He was supposed to face Seth at WrestleMania. You know what I'm saying? I know Seth is like, I you know what, I'll lose three times. It's better anything's better than anything, anything's better than Sam McMahon. Um Business Insider had a really, really interesting story that uh came out a couple of days ago. Uh talking about the the exit of Stephanie McMahon and why she was she was ousted from uh from her from her role and took a leave of absence. Apparently the leave of absence uh basically said that the 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 actual leave of absence thing was actually planned on uh w- was planned on by Vince McMahon he said just take a leave of absence we're not going to say we, we let you go but uh one thing they bring up in this article is is his his comment on the Pat McAfee show where he says I've expected more from my family members than of other employees and you have to do the right thing for the business if this person isn't working out they shouldn't be part of the, part of the company they say in the article the, the views were echoed by other insiders of WWE Family or not family, we've got to have the right people in place, adding that there's only one person in charge, and that's Vince McMahon, and that WWE is currently looking for someone to fill Stephanie McMahon's roles. Uh, the the actual reasoning that they let uh they let 
Stephanie go was because she they felt as though she wasn't pulling up her end of the bargain in terms of ad and brand partnerships. They they were very, very low. Uh, they, they did not come in at the expected amount, which I believe was around like a hundred million or something like that. They, they expected mm-hmm. to make a hundred million, a hundred million dollars in brand ad sales and brand partnerships annually because they want to match what UFC brings in. And they were not seeing that growth. And they said, you know, they, they took, they said, uh, I source stated that when someone's moved out of a company, it's usually a result of something not working. And we took stronger control of it, of, of that a few months ago. Uh, Yeah. I'll be honest. This is better than the rumors that we thought there were. Yes, like, way I better. I don't want to get into those rumors. No, yet. we're not going to get into those rumors. But this is way better than the rumors that we initially heard. Um, but this is in, insane when you think of how WWF started to now, and mm-hmm. literally the giant that they've become, and legitimately Stephanie McMahon, <laughs> Stephanie McMahon getting screwed by her own what's best for business <laughs> mantra. Um, yeah, I mean, you know what? Not everything lasts forever, bro. And I've, I'm sure she's come to terms with that, and I've come to terms with that. Like, just things don't last forever, except if you're Vince McMahon. But I don't even know if that's going to last forever. I mean, quite frankly, Vince McMahon and this business that was supposed to be like this, you would initially thought was going to be this family business. We all thought that and, and back in the day when Vince McMahon decides to pass it on, it's going to be passed on to Stephanie and then it's going to be passed on to their children and stuff like that. And he's like, nah, bro, I'm trying to pass on this money. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I'm trying I, to make us rich. You know what I'm saying? And to make us rich, you got to go. <laughs> It it's it says a lot. I I think again we 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 love talking about kind of like the business, the behind the scenes. I love talking about the 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 business side, behind the scenes, marketing side. Like I thought they, you know, you, on the outside looking in, I thought they were doing great as, in terms of <clears throat> marketing. She was, on, she was bad bitch of the year two thousand twenty two from corp in all types of corporate shit. You know, magazine covers, top ten. Usually pay for, usually pay for shit like that though. Oh, I will say right, that. Well. Usually you, you pay into you buy into to awards like that sometimes. Had that big Connecticut smile on that shit, man. She was she was <laughs> rocking. She was moving. I was like, okay, I'm all grown up now. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, but you know it it's not it's usually, it's usually a sense of they, they want to be looked at in, in a in a higher capacity. And I think that WWE is ubiquitous in terms of just like their marketing deals for the past couple of years, especially as they've they've kind of moved over to like a content company in a lot of ways. Yeah. Um, but I know that they want to do more now. Like what I saw in Dallas was was definitely a start. And if the, and if step if they want to do more than that, then like get fucking ready because like it, it's gonna be crazy if they, if they want to do more than that. if you want to do a hundred million, think of how much stuff you see UFC on, and that's that's tap out gear that you see UFC in fucking Target. You know, WWE wants to be ubiquitous like that, and mm. um, it, it it takes it it takes a it takes a lot to to do that. And I think really, and we say the same thing as as far as like finding like professionals, and, and we say that oh, we got to find athletes and stuff like that. It's like they want to get people that have the acumen from other companies that have done this well. And with Stephanie, she's only really kind of worked at WWE. It's it's like we need to have pros that come from Netflix and Disney and uh and Dazen and and a lot of other places you know what i'm saying like they they want people that come from the the new media world and stephanie's kind of been around for for a minute and it it, it looks like they felt like they needed to go a different direction and i i think that that's that's something that 
it's, it's going to be interesting to look at going forward. And and if if it's like, yo, if we need someone that knows how to do this shit better, they're gonna they're gonna go find it. Damn. So what does Stephanie do now? Well, they said in Business Insider that there's no there's no uh, inclination that she won't be back, but there's no inclination that they that she will be back in the near future. So, on their talent, maybe behind the scenes, absolutely not. Mm. All right. I mean, listen, I had a good run, man. Do you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was it 1990? Whatever, man. Had a good run. Had a good job <laughs> for a while. Yeah. You take that resume anywhere, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, you take that resume anywhere. You say, listen. Free agent news. Ooh. We're gonna do we're gonna do like a round robin here, really quick. Uh Bray Wyatt changing his name, making cryptic posts, saying that it's almost time. He's almost ready to come back. Are you ready for, for Bray Wyatt to come back? Uh <laughs> <laughs> that says it all. <laughs> That says it all. Uh, Cesaro has been said that he's still he, he's still making it his decision, but he has been laying low lately, and all signs point to him possibly potentially returning back to the WWE. He's saying I've read reports that you know he wants he's spending time with his family right now because he probably has not done that in quite some time. Um, he's chilling right now. I support it. Drink your coffee, your espresso. Take care of your kids. You know. But you know what? I don't know where he goes because I would like to say I think everything over the past year has kind of like flipped my head in terms of the decision. It really just kind of depends on the person he is and what he wants kind of out of things. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I mean, you said it. You said it. Um, you, you pretty much said it right there. He's got a family now. And yeah. If you got a family now, you go to where you go to where the money is. And I think, you know, Cody said it. Uh, a lot of people said it. Uh, KO has said it. You got to go to where the money's going to be. And if he um, if, if if he sees if he sees more out, you know, output doing WWE, then that's that's where he's going to he's going to go. But I think he returns. I really do. They they imagine Walter gets the IC title and, and Cesaro comes out that next week and we finally get that match that. I guess we were supposed to get when they had it in, in the UK a couple months ago, and then he left. <laughs> like we, we need to see that. The streets need that. Hey man, don't write my guy Ricochet off. Oh, he's getting. <laughs> hey, he's getting. <laughs> <washed>. <laughs> he's getting fucking washed. Okay. Uh, uh. Lastly, the the Gargano family, Johnny and Candice, may return imminently. People are pushing Candice to go to AEW. Johnny. Not been said where he's supposed to go, but a lot of people feel like he's going to lean to WWE. I'm assuming they're not going to go to separate places. No. I'm assuming. So wherever one goes, the other is going to go. Now, because that's just, you know, family, girlfriends, wives, baby mamas, all that type of stuff. You don't want to muddy the water in two different companies and shit like that. So mm-hmm. I'm assuming anywhere that, uh, if, a, if I'm going to keep it 100 with you, can I say that? Um, Not after this. You can say it. <laughs> what a lame. Are you going um, to let it play out with Athena in AEW or is it, you think it's cooked? I think, I think 
it's a great defense for Jade. Athena <laughs> is very, very given. She's very, very giving in the way that I think a lot of people in AEW aren't. <laughs> oh, basically, she, she'll take some clean pins. <laughs> she'll take some clean pins. She'll give her a good match. She'll, they'll put on a show. Um, so I'm supported. I don't know where Johnny and Candace is going to go, though. I have a strong feeling it's going to be AEW. I feel like I'm not going to enjoy what I like. Because to be honest with you, where does Johnny Gargano fit in WWE right now? Do they Where? want them? Do they want them? Yeah, they don't need them. them. <laughs> they they really don't need them. I feel like they still want them though. I think it would be nice to have. You know what I'm saying? You could, you could, you could. Um, I think something would be nice to have, but not necessarily need them. I think a replica championship would be nice to have for me, but I guess I don't really need one. I think that. Controversy here. Mm. Candace would be better suited on in WWE in a lot of ways to me. She'd be better suited there. However, I don't know, man. I I, I really just feel like um I, I I really feel like I I can't see Johnny any I can't see Johnny AEW doing the same thing that he was doing in the Indies. He's 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 older than that now. <laughs> like, he's too old for that now. But to be honest, I didn't think I would see Adam Cole move. I was like, nigga, you got a maid in the shade with lemonade, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Vince is too scary, bro. <laughs> yeah. I was just like, bro, what is going on here? But Vince is too scary, bro. You can listen, take it. They change everybody's names, changing everybody's gimmicks. It just really depends on the type of person Gargano is. Does he want to be a fucking astronaut? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Wrestling astronaut? I don't know. But he might have to be <laughs> if he's back in the WWE. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, he, can't just be wrestling. he can't be wrestling. Nah, man. <laughs> nah, it's not wrestling man right now. They trying to do that with Ciampa, but no, I no, feel like Ch- they gonna... Ciampa's like a sneak attack nigga. Like he's, yeah, he's... but that's because they ain't got a plan for the nigga. <laughs> oh, yeah, they do got a plan for him. You're right. They, they do got a plan for him. They do. I when, when I saw, no, Ch- I feel like they don't have a plan for Champa, and I that's why he's do. just sneaking attack motherfuckers. That's I think my thing. I, you need you need somebody chaotic like that in the show. I think it's it's cool to to see who he's gonna who's gonna land on. He's there, bro. You know what I'm saying? He like, but he hasn't he hasn't even said a word. He tried to that one day. <laughs> he tried. He tried. <laughs> they cut him off. But it is what it is. I think you should lipo on Champa. I'll just say that with 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 uh with, with what I know. Mm. I, I would lipo. I would lipo. Interesting. A very, is it a very good judgment that you have? Hmm? Hmm? Mm, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It'll no. be a new day. All right. Cool. Um. <laughs> uh. Okay. Let's get into Hell in a Cell really quick uh, before yeah. we get to, to the main shows. Because I mean, a lot of shit happened on Raw <laughs> on this <Bruh>. week. <laughs> uh, triple Threat Championship match. Between Bianca Belair, Becky Lynch, and Asuka, is who who better than Asuka and Becky? But who better than Bianca being added to that and the, these three being kind of the top of of, of their game right now? Whew, the BBA man, listen. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> these three did not miss at all. I love it. I was like. <sighs> 
I think um, Taryn once said, she said it on, on the internet. She was like, yo, the cardio these ladies must have <laughs> to pull off this match. TJ Wilson said, we going to do this. We going to do that. We going to do this. And we going to do a little bit of that too. And make sure you, you know, get a little German suplexes in there too. Listen, they, this was one of the best triple threat matches I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. I was so scared. I was like, man, y'all be so scared about Bianca title defenses. Then I was scared. <laughs> I was like, oh, wait. <laughs> wait a minute. That's a win. <laughs> God damn. Wait. No, it was. Listen, that was a good. That was a good way to kick off that show. If yeah. you had any doubts on the direction of that show, he was like, oh, it was just a raw branded pay-per-view. Oh, it's just, you know, the, the, this match was like, all right, we kicking in the door. And 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 to be to be fair to everyone else there, Bianca's had a string. I, I think this is Bianca's second classic of the year to me, by the way. Mm. But like she's had a string of really good matches. And again, I said this before, she's turned the corner and become her own kind of ring general. Ring general, if you will. Mm. But I, I think that just selling presence, you, you can't deny her anymore. You can't deny her anymore. And it just feels it feels good to to see all of our faith kind of rewarded with Bianca Belair right now, and and to be continued to be rewarded with with her, you know. So, um, I mean, Hell in a Cell in general, Mills was a really was a good show. I, I'm not afraid to say that it it was it was a, it was really solid show. Like Absolutely. I liked it. I liked Absolutely. it a lot. Um, Bobby Lashley handicap match between Omos and MVP way better than it had any right of being. I thought I I popped huge for the Cedric Alexander appearance. I thought I was like, okay, wow, they really played that off. I thought I thought it was, I thought it was really well done because they could have easily have not done that. He on TV, man. People was like, yo, stop playing with Cedric Alexander. I was like, this nigga's on TV every week. He's doing something. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Whether he's annoying or not, there's obviously some sort of direction they trying to go with. Hopefully, with him. But he's on TV every week and was a part of this feud. And I think, to be honest with you, I think that's something that Bobby and MVP probably like really wanted him to be a part of this thing. They didn't want him to just get lost in the shuffle of all of this. And I'm sure Shelton would have been part of it too if he wasn't injured. He's um, injured. Yeah, Shelton's injured. Um, Damn, what happened? What happened? I didn't even hear that. I gotta look it up, but I'm pretty sure he's injured. Okay. Um, but yeah, I'm sure he would have been a part of it as well. But listen, Bobby Lashley, the the he is one of the most, I don't want to say protected, but he is one of the most dominant wrestlers of probably the last, like, two years. Like, he's beating everybody mm-hmm. except Roman, to be honest with you. Never happened. Ain't, ain't happening. <laughs> he's beating Brock. He lost the title, and but didn't even get pinned for the title. You know what I'm saying? He won at Mania this year. He won at Mania last year. He won pretty much beat beat up Goldberg's kid. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the man is had a, really a roll. Had a really good non-Goldberg match also that people kind of forget right. about. Right. That so that, that no holds barred match between these two was, was really was really good. He is on a roll, which makes me think of like, yo, could it be up next? But he's not up next. But could he be in the future? So I think he's fine where he is. I th- I think he said I got that title twice or I got that title once. I did it. That he, Hall of Fame career already. Let's be clear. Hall of Fame this career. This run already better than his first run. I'll tell you that. Oh, absolutely. That's absolutely. Um, Mad Cat Moss, man. <laughs> Listen, man. Some shit in the world you just can't explain. Listen, man. 
I ain't with it, but God bless him. You know what I'm saying? I'm still not on the madcap train. You know Bro, what I'm saying? When you kicked that ambulance open, you didn't feel nothing? No, fuck no. <laughs> when he when he kicked that ambulance open, you didn't feel nothing? That's crazy. Fuck that's, no. That's crazy. Wow. He needed he needed a cooler look. He, he like got, Trunks, you think you stone cold Steve Austin, nigga? I think uh, it, it, it reminded me of 04 in a good way when he <laughs> when he came out with the black drugs. <laughs> I was just like, bro, come on now. At least put a design on the bitch. You know what I'm saying? Oh, no cap. <laughs> no more cap. <laughs> You've been saying on an Instagram. I was like, all right, nigga, come on now. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. No, but really good match. Way better than people thought it was going to be. I said, man, stop sleeping on Baron Corbin. Like, when it's time to, when especially in garbage matches like that, like where he has like weapons and shit, Baron Corbin rarely ever has bad matches when weapons are involved. Let's just look at his resume. As long as this feud no longer has to continue, I'm a full supporter of everything that has gone on. But where does he go next? I think, like, SmackDown's very. Gunther, you think? Madcap? Yeah. I have no high hopes for him. But he hopefully he's me, in the Money in the Bank ladder match. Hopefully he's he in that match. He told me tag team. I, hey, Max Dupree, he needs a model. Madcap Moss is the perfect person to go. Nah, man. <laughs> the way they got fucking Mace. Have you seen Mace lately? Nah. That nigga's beautiful. No, <laughs> no offense. <laughs> I'm, I was going to wait. I haven't looked at his new look. I've, I purposely went away from it because <clears throat> I want to see it on, on Friday. He's just a beautiful looking guy. I was like, wait, why you got that face paint on? I'll be... I was like, yo, he's, this man is he's a good looking guy. So I'm assuming that they, if they go in with fate, we'll learn who Max Dupree's opponent will be uh, on SmackDown this week, or at least his representative or something along those lines. But yeah. uh, Main event between Cody Rhodes and Seth Rollins, Hell in a Cell. Come on. <laughs> most, Come talked on about, most talked about thing in wrestling right now I think it's up there in one of the most gutsiest performances up there with, with, uh, I mean, so many other performances that are just like, God, no offense offense to anybody listening to this, but you see what happens when you're not circle jerking with your friends. Like, (laughs) and and I, and it it was just the way that it was built, the way that it was presented, the way that unveiling of the injury, you saw the slow jacket. He takes off the jacket. He's almost embarrassed, but he's trying to persevere, trying to keep a straight face to show that his entire pectorials, blue, purple, red, and Seth Rollins looking across from him, laughing in his face. It's like, you are a bitch, and I always knew you were. You sucker. You could never hang with me. You could never step on the throne that I could step on. And then they proceeded to have a classic it is the most their performances in your career that stands out and this will stand out in cody's career as one of the most amazing things this might be a career defining moment to be honest with you this might be his this might be his foley falling off the top of the cell moment to be honest with you and it comes from I feel like Cody kept trying to have moments like this in AEW. 
and in the Indies, in the ROH, in the New Japan. He kept trying to prove, trying, trying to prove it to the wrong audience. To be honest with you, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say he was trying to prove it to the wrong audience. I think he was trying to. He was trying to. He was trying to force it. And, and I, I and I think he it was put himself through a flaming table. Yeah, it was forcing it. Mm. Oh, he was forcing it. Yeah, yeah a lot. Of I times. guess. And it came off as corny. It came off as like, yo, you're trying too hard. This injury in a bad way is bad for, you know, the next six months. But it was serendipitous in the way that WWE has been trying to present him. They now have <clears throat> no baby face bigger in their company that when he comes back, he is going to be Cena level. Let's just be clear. This is I'm just being honest with you. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to even like notes, by the way. Huh? <laughs> so I forgot to put that in the notes. Oh yeah, Cena Cena is coming back. But uh there there is no there there's no babyface they have that that can garner this reaction like Cody's going to get when he comes back. And this performance just helped it. And one thing I want to talk about is the fact that there were certain things that worked for me during throughout it. And and I think when WWE does stuff like this right, they really get it fucking right. They kept updating you all day on Cody. They kept updating you the whole time. But did you notice Corey Graves was had kind of dropped character and he wasn't yeah. in character anymore yeah. during the match and when he would when he would uh update us on 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 Cody I thought Cody I thought Corey Graves gave an all-time call which enhanced the match on second and third watch for me where it was like this is a really great call he did a really good job and he took over for that match I thought and, and I thought it was really good the match itself there's, there's been two times this year that, that there have been matches where it's like, oh, my God, wh- what's next? Like, like how are they like he's not going to do a bump, is he? It was a Stone Cold match. And there was that <laughs> moment. It was that moment when Stone Cold took that suplex on the outside of, the, of, of it. And I said, OK, he's all the way in. <laughs> and on this match, it was when uh, when Cody took that powerbomb uh, through the table. And I was like, all right. Well, well, no, it was even before that. Shit, there was a lot of moments. No, he did a Cody Cutter. That's so I was like, okay, this nigga's all in. Yeah. <laughs> he did a Cody Cutter first two minutes. <laughs> I was like, all right. We hear, listen, the performance, bro. The performance of it all. I mean, people talk about sports entertainment. People talk about professional wrestling. But you cannot deny that was amazing. In the way they carried that across, man. That was Seth Rollins, Cody Rhodes. I got to tape my hat off for you. And we go talk about it when we get to Raw, too, because the shit, the, the saga continues. Yeah. But I think, first of all, people talked, I mean, people weren't very happy about Hell in a Cell. WWE announced literally next day. Most watched Hell in a Cell pay-per-view ever. Yeah. And I was like, oh, shit. It was serendipitous. This injury was serendipitous to this show because it raised the intrigue in a way that is interesting why it didn't like i feel like that didn't raise the intrigue in the aw stuff more than just the internet right like it's really interesting that that it raised the intrigue for this but not that it's like okay it's just it's just a talking point i'm not trying to compare i'm just saying like i wonder why that what that was the case um i i haven't seen a match like this ever this this is it's it's unexplainable how good that was and i I think cody is going to be the biggest star when he comes back and i and i think WWE needs to do something cool like do like updates on him you know throughout the the next couple weeks to to figure out you know what what they're gonna um how they're gonna bring him back but right after the break we're gonna talk about raw 
Right. And we got more Cody stuff, and we got a bunch of big swerves. Big swerves on Raw. Be right back. Bit of limitations holding us back. Which is you. What the hell is going on? What am I watching right now? What is happening right now? We're watching the ultimate betrayal. The the patriarch of the Judgment Day being sacrificed before our very eyes. This this is the man who created the Judgment Day, who recruited Rhea Ripley and Damian Priest. The man who set Priest and Ripley free. Big swerves. Big swerves on Raw this week. A lot of stuff to talk about, too. Mm. Raw was a... <laughs> un- it was a show where things happened. Yeah, it was an unnaturally busy show. <laughs> Coming off of it. Listen, if you would have told me a week ago that all this shit would have happened and they would have had to change course. Like, they when they changed course this time, they changed fucking course. Mm-hmm. Like, they changed the fuck out of the course. Of, of what happened on this show and we're going to talk all about it uh but one thing that they kind of have stayed steady with is the the riddle stuff going on with riddle showing up on both shows to be a thorn in the side of the bloodline uh he has set his target on roman reigns uh against the uso uh, in, in especially against the usos after losing uh the, the contender match on smackdown last week and he's continued his his kind of his his goal to to reach Roman Reigns on this show, teaming up with the Miz this week. I thought it was a really enjoyable segment with the Miz. Riddle's really over, man. I'm not gonna lie to you. Over like Rover, bro. It, I can see him challenging Roman Reigns and it being, well, it being a match for first of all. But um, he really wants Roman. He's like, nah, fuck it. You you, you murk my man's. I'm trying to come after you. Like fuck all the bullshit. And I support it, man. Riddle versus Roman is a... It's a big-time match. It's a big match. It's a big match. These might be, like, one of those... You remember when, you remember when like, before Stone Cold really became Stone Cold, like, he'd have that championship match on a pay-per-view or something, maybe, like, just one-off match, and he'd lose. But he'd be better. The performance would come up better from it. This is, like, now we putting Riddle in the orbit. Right. Now we're going to put Riddle. He may not be the plan, the end goal, but he's certainly in the orbit now. Um, and they're making him, which is is interesting because he's having to transition from a less silly role to a more serious role, and he's still kind of killing it. Yeah, absolutely. And had a had a solid match with Miz in the tuxedo. <laughs> just... Miz doing Miz things, baby. Anytime, <laughs> anyplace. You feel me? Miz and Miz is season three, premiere... At 11 o'clock after Raw, you bet I was tuned in. Yeah, I was not. Uh, <laughs> Champa actually came out to attack Riddle uh, to lead to this match. Uh, I thought he was, you know, being being sneaky, man, is cool. And I, and I, th- I think it, it, it'll lead to a match. I hope it leads to a match with Riddle and Champa because they'll tear the house down. And I think that Absolutely. would be what Champa, what Champa really needs to kind of get over there. I think what Champa needs right now is to get with like a veteran and um and, and have, have that veteran kind of uh solidify him and I, and I think that i hope they do that soon um cody rhodes opened the show however mm. gave a gave a pretty gave a really solid promo uh rousing re- reverend-esque uh stirring 
Oh man, never, never fully says what we all know, which is that he has to go away for a while. Um, but Seth Rollins does interrupt him before he gets to that, shakes but his I hand. I believe he said that on purpose. Yeah. Oh, you do. Mm, I believe he said it on purpose. First of all, he came out. I've never been more amped for fucking Cody's theme in my life. I screamed, "What!" <laughs> uh-huh. I felt like this was this was the anime protagonist, nigga. This is the. <laughs> He the guy right now, man. I don't know, man. He comes it, it, out, does the speech. Of course, he says never truly mentions it. Um, Seth Rollins comes out, and it feels like we're getting a serious moment. Did you ever think that he was going to lower the boom? Did you feel like it, or did you just like assume that like, this was over? We're moving on now. You got to have a write off, and since Seth lost, he had to get his heat back. So no. Seth lost in that funky ass suit. My man came to shake his hand. As Cody's waving his goodbye, kiss, you know, high fiving some kids. I was about to say kissing some babies. High fiving, talk about his kid. Um, high fiving his kids, comes up the ramp. Seth Rollins, the new wielder of the sledgehammer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Come on now. He's, in, he's ingrained it within his own system now attacks Cody Rhodes, leaves him out, you know, pressing it in his, his, his pectoral muscle, which has been clean off the bone. Yeah, the Stan Winston makeup on again this, uh, on Monday. I said, oh, the purple's in a different spot today. It's so funny watching like Dave Meltzer say, that is exactly, that's exactly what it looks like. I'm like, nigga. <laughs> of course, it's, it's, it's TV, nigga. <laughs> um... <laughs> um <laughs> Cody taking like five minutes to refuse ambulance care. <laughs> He's like, no, nigga, I can walk. <laughs> I got this shit. Y'all will not see me rolled out on a stretcher on Monday Night Raw like them other niggas. <laughs> it's an AEW nigga. They, they ain't putting the breathing tube on my face, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I'll walk. I'll walk. Thank you. You know? Good oh, stuff, yeah. man. That's well, listen. Cody did mention in his promo the Money in the Bank briefcase. And mm-hmm. I'm low-key thinking, like, yo, do they trot him out for Money in the Bank? Like, legitimately, he only really needs to run out, run up the ladder, grab the briefcase, and then sit out for another four months. Uh, that's wild. I don't think they would do that. <laughs> I that's, was literally like, mm. No, that's nuts. I, he's getting a surgery on Wednesday. I think that he needs to get surgery. Uh, that, that he, No. No, <laughs> I, I mean, knew it could. I knew Definitely. you were going there with that, and absolutely not. You got two feet, you ain't no CM Punk with it, man. You got two feet, run up that ladder real quick. Absolutely not. No, 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 <laughs> that's not happening. I think you're better. I and I, I mean, I guess let's get into it. I mean, he's he's said to be out uh for five to six months. I mean, that'll leave it right at about December ish, January ish. Mm-hmm. He's able to get cleared. Do you do you leave him on the table? Do, I know someone in the Discord say, "Oh, they should announce him for Royal Rumble," and I'm like, "I I don't know. I feel like we should. I feel like they should not do that. I feel like the 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 key is you want that edge pop. You want that that John Cena pop for the Royal Rumble. That viral moment, man. Mm-hmm. You can't you can't produce these viral moments like you can anymore, bro. Have not, him, it doesn't come natural. Have him come out at 28. I think the key here is though, Meals, is that you have to make Seth Rollins one of the biggest and keep him at that level for a while but make him one of the biggest heels on the show so that he can finally get his comeuppance by getting thrown out of the Royal Rumble by Cody and kind of 
closing that loop, if you will, because I, I think that, I mean, automatically first two months in the company, that's like his biggest rival. So, I mean, that hey, to me makes the most sense. Hey, Seth wins the one of the championships. Come on, man. Cody wins the Royal Rumble. <clears throat> Come on, man. You can do it. I, I know somebody was like, I can't believe they've been wrestling a hundred times on the Nigga, if it's good every single time, yes, I'm gonna want to see it every single time because it's different every single time, bro. That's like, hilarious. He's sounded like Kane with the vocoder. <laughs> <laughs> That's how them niggas be sounding, man. <laughs> oh no, like like really, I, I think that's the best way to go about it is to just save them for Royal Rumble. And right. I, 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 a lot of people are like, well, who, who do they have without without Cody? I'm like. You still got Riddle. Yeah, who they had with Cody before they yeah. had Cody. Cody just yeah. got here, bro. You got Randy Orton, who when he returns, is going to be a huge moment. You got now, and we're going to get into it right now. You got John Cena coming back at the end of the month as well. Mm. Come on, man. Listen, I got to see them dates for John Cena. He ain't <laughs> missing that Madison Square Garden show. I ain't bought my ticket yet, but I'm about to buy my ticket. But I need to make sure that John Cena there. I have I have heard that he is on theory duty. So listen. John Cena for the United States Championship again? I'm with it. You gotta hold that hold that ugly ass championship? Why not? Why not? Uh I know people aren't gonna like the theory thing, but as I've said, as I said last week. When WWE wants to push you, they do the work. <laughs> they, they are doing the work with this kid. And uh hey, this is what this is our reality. This is it. This is just it. It this just is, is. This is the reality. The the best that we can hope for is that the kid gets better. And working with John Cena, he will absolutely, I feel like, get better. And that's really all you could you could uh you could hope for here. But John Cena returns. Uh what is it? Uh June twenty seventh? June 27th he comes back um I can see that's why they've kept theory so strong but do you do Cena theory at um money in the bank uh nah if if realistically Roman is not coming back at money at money in the bank I would do that at money in the bank I feel like Roman should come back at money in the bank like chill out bro like chill out like I, I, I know yo, you he don't need to be out this long. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm like, all right, bro, we get it. Big time Roman. Get your ass back. I was just talking to somebody about that. They were like, yo, I was about to go to, you know, Money in the Bank, but it took Roman off and, you know, all these other stuff. But I was like, bro, I don't know what to tell you, man. But I, all I know is Roman don't need to be out this long. Come on, no. man. No, you're wilding. <laughs> get your ass back to work, man. Yeah, bro. <laughs> Fuck out of here. I don't care who you are. <laughs> uh so I mean not much given there, but it is his twenty fifth anniversary, so yeah. Twentieth. Oh twentieth, I'm sorry. I said twenty fifth. Yeah, agent the nigga too bro. Um, the Usos <laughs> Listen, man, can they just have the niggas just lose? Just take yeah, them? I was like, What? It's what? the Usos. Come on, man. Don't treat these niggas like they Brock Lesnar. <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I was like you gotta be shitting me. Come on. Like, come come on, my nigga. Like, <laughs> but to be fair, match was really good. Yeah. Montez, really good. Uh, 
fucking uh, Hawkins uh, doing a fucking tope, really good, and landing on his feet, <laughs> really good. I bet he didn't think he could do that. <laughs> he's saying I was, he's, he's trying to beat the split, uh, the, the the split, the split, <laughs> the split allegations, nigga. Yep, you trying to say y'all ain't about the Marty Chinetia, nigga, like me. <laughs> But then they beat the Usos on a weird. Sean and Triple H, nigga. <laughs> it's about they they beat the Usos on a weird count out, and it's like, bro, that shouldn't even really count. I was like, come on, bro. I was like, all right, come on. I was like, at least they won. But I was like, y'all can't be serious with this shit. Let the niggas get pinned. I don't care what unified they are, you know. <sighs> when when does this happen? Winning the bank? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Do they win this or do they, no. I, you, you can't, you can't, <laughs> that's my thing. Like you can't keep feeding people to the Usos like this. No, 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 they do, no, 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 no. They do win. I think they do win. Why do you think that? Riddle. Oh yeah, maybe. They, they've telegraphed the Riddle thing. He came right back out <laughs> when they won the match. To be honest with you, with the way they shit moving, shit might not even be at Money in the Bank. Shit might be on TV. You know what I'm saying? I know, right? But it's like, it's like they're, they're, they still, I think they're still going to treat money in the bank with the reverence that they would a stadium show as money in the bank is an important show, is an important show. It's funny, true. funny though, they still haven't talked about the stipulation. They have, and I pay attention to this weekly, they have not mentioned that you cash in the money in the bank at all. They have they not said anything on TV, about it. Bro. They took that shit on TV. They have not mentioned that you cash in at any time. They always mention that you can cash in at any time. In the promo for this, they have not mentioned that at all. They said make history. They have not. They they have not mentioned cash in. If they are going away from cash ins, they need to say it now. But if they're going away from cash ins, I I thank them for that. I'm so tired of the cash in gimmick. It's over with. Sure Seth always did, works for me. <laughs> Seth did the best one. Listen, my favorite wrestler did it twice. So. Shut it works for me. Did, did he unfollow? Did, did he did he unblock you though? I'm talking about Miz. Oh. We're gonna talk about that other nigga when we get to. <laughs> uh, oh man, un- um, underrated point. Underrated point. So this is the next up on our docket. I, I wanted to get in front of this. Almost an, is almost an MVP turning face, bro. I thought it was the Dirty Dogs. Oh really? Yeah. <clears throat> Because I don't really like the Dirty Dogs. I'm going to be honest with you. Nothing about them endearing to me. Well, ain't nothing endearing about Omos and MVP to me other than, like, the diss track. They cool. <laughs> dirty Dogs ain't cool. Niggas just came out from doing a month of nothing. Oh, yeah, they had PTO. I'm glad they're giving niggas time off. Oh, that's true. <laughs> like, that's true. Say, I, you see what I did for Braun Breaker? And then, then y'all put him right for Joe Gacy, nigga? Yeah, man. You know what? You right. Gave I'll him a Memorial Day weekend off. Gave him a couple of extra weeks off. You know what I'm saying? Ah, damn. Um, biggest biggest point of this. Only the one, one thing I didn't like about this is that they had Rio come right back out 30 minutes later. But um, <laughs> this should have ended the show. This should have ended oh, the show. This should have ended the show. This really should have. It should have ended the show. But I, I feel like the moment of that, it is a big deal. So nah, I guess it should it should have been. I feel like you could have still did like. Rhea is the number one contender and like Edge is so proud of her and the boom would have been lowered even heavier. You know what I'm saying? 
So before we get into it, obviously we're talking about the Judgment Day split up. You didn't even put Finn's name on the run sheet this week. That's no, that's disrespectful because he clearly sure. looks like he's the leader or Damian Priest is the leader. One who, who's the lead? Who's the biggest leader here? I, I I'll be honest with you. I have a hard time being convinced that Finn Balor can convince two other niggas to follow his lead at this point when he hasn't won anything significant in a long ass time. I think he's the leader now. He's being no, he's the leader. He's absolutely the leader. He's yeah. absolutely the leader. But, <laughs> but I have a hard time convincing myself. I was like, nigga. There's, there's a lot of machinations here. Okay. Okay. I'm, I was surprised you. I saw your tweet. I was like, I'm surprised you didn't come to that conclusion first because it's the, it's the first conclusion I came up with. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, it, there's a lot of machinations here. One being that I do believe this was supposed to happen anyway, just mm. not now. I do believe this was supposed to happen. Always. I know a lot of people are like, oh, poor Edge. I'm like, nah, I I think he's gonna be fine. <laughs> he is the he's the arbiter of his own fate in a lot of these programs that he's putting himself into. Let's just be clear here. He is he absolutely knows what's going down. Taking some time off TV to grow back his hair. I'm sure that's it. Cody went down. The balance of power in terms of storylines was grossly out of whack. <laughs> When Cody goes down. Absolutely. Because you have Riddle going against the big guy, and Cody was in that upper mid kind of main event slot where it's just like he, him and Riddle kind of, and Randy kind of switch switch places every single week, right? Absolutely. You needed to do something. I know that it's it's annoying that this happens, but injuries happen. Shit happens, right? If, if you was okay with the AEW tournament, you should be okay with this. <laughs> <laughs> because it's, it, they did Don't say that because I wasn't okay with that fucking tournament. <laughs> at all they did it for the same reasons here one might have made more sense than the other right i do feel like they covered their tracks really well they still got a lot of work to do right meals because you got to explain the aj thing live is still out back i thought that that was still something that needed a couple of weeks to go judgment day really just started with the theme do they they got to kind of t- t- throw that theme out <laughs> now like because it's all leading to edge becoming a baby face again a, a a baby face with cut hair, if you will. Did what do you think that conversation was like when they came up to Edge and said, "Yo, we gotta do this kind of early now"? Do you think he understood? Do you think he was all right? I get it. Do you want me? You want my honest opinion? I feel mm-hmm. like this happened. Part of me feels like this happened, and the Cody thing is a is a is a great point. But part of me feels like this happened because Judgment Day, in my opinion, wasn't even working that well. Mm-hmm. And I feel like now they've got real heat. Because they've done something actually dastardly and kind of have an, a true origin story, as opposed to this curated stable <laughs> by Edge. Nigga curated the lights, curated the music, curated the people, and that wasn't a good enough of an origin story. I do think that this is better. I think this is fresher. I think this is something that we've never seen. I'm interested in the way they carry themselves. Um, hopefully, they carry themselves like some, you know. And you you finally get heel Finn, which is what we thought he was going to come back right. as. Absolutely. And it just changes the, again, when Cody is you get heel Finn I, as true heel Finn, you know what I'm saying? I think in his NXT thing, he was able to run rough shot and stuff like that. Well, they can, they can change the whole, the whole crux of this group now. They don't got to do the spooky shit no more. You know what I'm saying? Like, they can. That's they what can I was thinking, them. too. 
yeah, they could do the suits and shit, or they can, you know, they could do whatever the fuck they want to do, but they don't got to do none of that crazy shit no more. And I think it, it in terms of like with, with Finn, it's like, all right, bro, it's the same thing they did with Punk. It's like if you feel like you were really good heel, you got to prove it to them. You know, you really got to prove it to them. And I think that Finn just works so much better being an asshole, and we've seen that than than he was being the smiley baby face that they brought him back as. And he they tried it, they gave him a couple, they gave him a run. And you see what happened. He, he I think there's more opportunity for him as a heel than there is as a face. There's Absolutely. too much, I think, standing in his way, um, being a face. And that's shown over the last, God, no, six, seven years. Right. Like, he's been a face and everyone has kind of realized it's like, yo, he could be one of the biggest faces on the roster if they let him cook. But there was always, like, not even just one person. There's, like, three, four people ahead of him at any various point. And, you know and now, saying? and now, the only people ahead of him is Roman, Seth, and and no one else. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And, and and unless they bring KO up, which doesn't seem like they they, I don't know where where he's gonna go after Ezekiel. But, um, I thought the actual turn was great. I thought Finn was 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 great in that position. I think now looking at it, Mills, it looks like you get a uneasy alliance with. AJ and Edge. Mm-hmm. You kind of got to do that, which leaves, leads us to Edge versus Damian Priest, which we thought was the WrestleMania program for a time. That's what we were like, kind of thinking, oh, he could, he could go against Damian Priest, but it also gives you drum roll, AJ versus Finn again, which we haven't got in years. And we know they work it. so well together. I love it. And I think that's what, uh, you know, that's what they're pushing for. Give Finn an opportunity to really be the star that they know that he could be. And listen, this is his opportunity. I'm not saying this is only one, but this is the biggest opportunity that he's had since he debuted in the, on the main roster. Yeah. Other than winning the universal title. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, so that's, that's what I encompassed it as. Um, right. But yes, yes, this is a, this is it. This is it for Finn. This was a great turn. Um, very rare things you don't see coming. So I appreciated it. Um, hate it had to be Edge. But listen, he blocked me. I don't know what to say. People who block me, bad things tend to ha- happen. I don't know. Yeah, Adam yeah. Pierce, you're right. You're right. You right. Adam Pierce. Well, listen, Adam Pierce has been glowing up ever since he unblocked me. You know what I'm, <laughs> I'm just saying. The man now he's you know the one man in charge. Listen, damn Sonya Sonya out too. Damn, that's crazy. Um, <laughs> main event match was was a was a contenders match uh, between Dewdrop, Alexa Bliss, Liv Morgan, and Rhea Ripley. Had Rhea Ripley come right back out after doing those dastardly things to Edge, but it oh, actually it, it it meant a lot because she got way more heat coming out uh, last. So. It does make. And she it does really make she like beat up Edge too, which is like lit. <laughs> Wasn't that crazy that she was stomping the shit out of him too? I was like, that's so lit. <laughs> I wonder whose idea was that because usually you know you don't really see stuff like that, but it's like Rhea's kind of a, a, a outlier. She's she she really gets involved with the men and the women, which I think is is really dope. Um, so really good match by the way let me let me not bury the lead here that was a really good main event the women have been killing it in the main event slot for the past three weeks i think three four weeks yep they've been killing the main event slot do drop i want to give we gotta give a shout out to do drop 
Gotta give mm-hmm. shout out to Liv. Liv now. She gonna be in movies on TV. Listen, you know Liv showing me something. She's showing me something. She got it, bro. I'm, I'm in. I'm in. She got, she got it. Her, she got it. We, something. Were, we we questioned it before. Could the perhaps be flying too close to the sun? Yeah. But she has shown consistently, and not even just in an in-ring capacity, but just you know, it's a personality himself. Like there's a pre, there's a reason why she is where she is. So shout out to yeah. Liv, Liv Morgan. But ultimately, in the end, you can't escape. You can't escape judgment. And Rhea Ripley does win. We thought that they were going to save this, this match, but it feels as though they're going to go forward with it. And Money in the Bank, Rhea Ripley versus Bianca Belair. I, I've honestly thought it was going to be Becky and, and and Bianca, but I think that it's smart. It, it is smart and just letting them letting them go their separate ways right now because it looks like it's going to be Becky Oscar at Money in the Bank, or they're at least going to be both in the same match. Well, I think because Money in the Bank's proximity to SummerSlam, they were just like, we got to give this feud a little bit more time to really, you know, heat up in time for SummerSlam. Um, and I think they're Becky Bianca to- or, or Rhea Bianca. Rhea Bianca. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so I think it's a they're they're gonna allow this time to heat up, heat up Rhea, make sure that she's as hated as possible because you're going against the top, you're going against the top girl, you mm-hmm. got baby face, you got bring it, ain't no half stepping with this, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Um, you got to be hated, so I think uh, they're gonna spend this month and a half really heating up, you know, Rhea Ripley, and listen, Bianca Belair versus Rhea Ripley, this is a dream. I'm tapped in. I'm t- that that takes money in the bank to big time show energy. The future. This is John Cena versus Batista. Mm-hmm. This is Stone Cold Steve Austin versus. You know what? I don't want to say Stone Cold Steve Austin. I want to say The Rock versus Triple H. Yep. This yep. is Becky's um, your Becky's your Stone Cold. That's why. Absolutely, absolutely. This is Rock versus Triple H. Um. This is just a big time feud that you can see becoming a big time program for not just them, but the WWE in general. Right. They got it. I hope it continues and I'm looking forward to it is all I got to say about that. So before we out, um, what are we thinking? Six person or eight person money in the bank this year for men and women? I mean, they fired all those people. So... (laughs) um, (laughs) Uh, you know what? I would go. Huh. Interesting. I think I would go six. Six. Yeah, I would go six. So maybe we're thinking... seven, maybe seven Ooh. max. Uneven? Not eight. Yeah, uneven. You know, they don't ever do. Don't ever do uneven. They don't do seven ones. So are you to think from the raw side? Alexa, do drop live. Off top. Mm-hmm. Which leaves out Becky and Asuka. I'm fine with that. Someone's going to have to be left out. Listen, Asuka won it already. <laughs> she good. She's straight. I, I, those two got to be in. Liv has to be in it. Asuka has to be in it. Becky has to be in it. Those are the three that I think are sh- are, are shoe-ins. Uh, that should be a question. That should be one of our, our questions for the of the week. All right. Because the men, it becomes, a, even with the men, it's fuzzy. KO, oh, there's so many. Ezekiel, Ricochet, does Gunther even dare? 
What if they did 10 person? Too early. Too early for Gunther. You think? Yeah, I think it's too early for Gunther, to be honest with you. We still trying to figure out where this nigga at. I just, I'm praying for my boy Ricochet, man. <laughs> yeah, nigga, you, better, you better sit in a circle of candles. because this the, the, the streets have got him down bad. The <laughs> odds are not looking in his favor. If I look at FanDuel right now, it's, it's looking slow. So I'm praying for my guy. At least show out. You got to show out. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that that is it for this week, this crazy week in pro wrestling. If you have not subscribed to the Patreon, we talked about a lot of stuff on Patreon this week, uh, like a thirty minute segment this week for Patreon. So like you know, you get you get that extra content, you get that extra those extra takes and a couple of things that I might have revealed that people are probably going to find out in the next couple of weeks. But um, five dollars down, you get these shows early and you get a, a bonus. You, you get a lot of bonuses coming up. We're going to have a Vader episode of Spot Callers coming this month. Uh, and, and a lot more things coming down the pike. Like I said, we'll see you guys in a couple of weeks with some special announcements about the summer of 2022 for the A show. But uh, until then, thank you guys for listening. We're hoping that things slow down a little bit <laughs> until next week. But uh, even if they don't, we'll be back with the latest and greatest in pro wrestling news. So for meals, I am Justin. Thank you guys for listening to the A show. See you next week. Peace. <laughs>